Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's message is The Jonathan Factor. I'm going to be sharing an excerpt out of my book, Higher Perspectives, which I love that book. And people say, Steve, what's your favorite book? Well, in different seasons, that's my favorite book because I believe it encapsulates the heart of what we seek to teach about here at Igniting Hope, Higher Perspectives. It talks about people and Bible verses that had a higher perspective, who did things differently, who saw things higher than those around them. And Jonathan certainly is one of those. His relationship with David, his ability to see what God was doing and submit his own personal dreams and vision and what was rightly his, submit that to something that God was doing was incredible. Incredible. Jonathan is really a, a, a great person to study. First Samuel, you're going to read about him. First king of Israel, Saul. It's his son, Jonathan. And he, he did great exploits too. You look in First Samuel 14, he and his armor bearer created a breakthrough by themselves with with courage, with risk-taking, asking God for a sign. Two people routed the enemy and caused fearful Israelites to get bold and to come out of caves and move away from the Philistines. By the way, I'm hearing this, that you and one other person are going to partner together to do something extraordinary. And some of you, the Lord is clarifying an assignment to you that you're actually an armor-bearer for a leader And he's going to show you how to do that and how to bring support and strength in an incredible way. Now, let's talk about Jonathan. Let's talk about uh, this devotional. It's called, Then Jonathan and David Made a Covenant. And in 1 Samuel 18, just first few verses, it's now when he had finished speaking to Saul, the soul of Jonathan was knit to the soul of David, and Jonathan loved him. As his own soul. And then it goes down in uh, verse 3 and 4. It says, Then Jonathan and David made a covenant because he loved him as his own soul. Jonathan loved David. And Jonathan took off the robe that was on him and gave it to David with his armor, even to his sword and his bow and his belt he gave. Wow. So powerful. Jonathan was a logical successor to his father, King Saul, but God chose David instead of him to be king. After he understood this, Jonathan displayed a very high perspective in his response to David and others' expectations. In the book, Higher Perspectives, then I, I, after I have the Bible verse, then I put some lower perspectives and you know, these are kind of like lies that we could laugh at. So lower perspectives is that Jonathan could have concluded this, that he should be jealous of David and see him as the biggest, as his biggest life problem. (laughs) Jonathan could have concluded that being anything less than the king would be a second class calling. (laughs) Jonathan could have concluded deep heart connections with others are a waste of time. He could have concluded he should, have, he, he should dig up dirt on David's past and release it to the media. 
He should have concluded children are a failure if they do not meet their parents' expectations. Wow, thank you. Someone's getting freedom right now. Or Jonathan should have concluded that he should be more concerned about his own success than his nation's success. Wow, thank you, Lord, for just going after our thinking. And then we have elevating truths, truths that will help us. Now, these are very, really powerful. Again, these are from higher perspective on this particular topic. Listen to these. Truth number one, becoming someone great is more important than having a great position. Becoming someone great is more important than having a great position. Jonathan saw a perspective and lifestyle in David that was more important than his own worldly success. Jonathan determined to pursue personal growth more than positional promotion. Jonathan determined to pursue personal growth more than positional promotion. And I remember when I was first a Christian, I went to a Bill Gothard. Some of you who are uh, older in the Lord will remember uh, Bill Gothard and his teaching. And one thing that Bill Gothard said is that if we focus more on the depth of our ministry and who we are, we're not going to worry, have to worry about the breadth of our ministry and our, our influence. Jonathan encapsulated that. Elevating truth number two. Healthy relationships are the foundation of extraordinary leadership. Healthy relationships are the foundation of extraordinary leadership. We are not leaders because we have a good message, but we are leaders because we have a life that others want to follow. When we prioritize healthy relationships above successful outcomes, then we will actually hasten our progress toward becoming true leaders. Wow. You know, that whole, that whole elevating truth of healthy relationships are the foundation of extraordinary leadership. You know, it's really the, the basis of my book, The Culture of Empowerment, and how we think about people, how we treat people, how we talk to people, how we believe in people. And it really, the, the foundation of it is having heart connections as well with people. People won't mind you moving their dirt as long as they know you're looking for gold in them. And that's, that's such a powerful truth. And Jonathan, his focus on healthy relationships really represents the kind of man that he was because to have healthy relationships, we have to deal with our issues. <laughs> we got to deal with uh, our pride. We got to deal with our control. We got to deal with our spirit of criticism. We got to deal with our elder brother mindset. And we have to deal with our selfishness. Elevating truth number three, the sons of Issachar represent who we are to become. In First Chronicles 12.32, it says this, the sons of Issachar had understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do. The sons of Issachar had understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do. And this sons of Issachar anointing opens us up to actually seeing what God is doing, actually understanding what seasons are, understanding who God is upon. And I just release over you who are listening right now as sons of Issachar anointing in your family, in, in 
the ministries, the organizations that you're a part of in your region, in your nation, to actually see what the Lord is upon. Jonathan saw that God's hand was on David. Therefore, he gave himself to something higher than his own temporal success. And we too can walk in this kind of discernment. Another part of the devotional and higher perspectives is is giving God something to work with concerning this truth. I love giving God something to work with. You know, I want to give God so much to work with. Holy Spirit, angels, they just just say, we got to call in reinforcements. Here's three things to do to give God something to work with. Generously support someone who could be considered your competition. (laughs) Generously support someone who could be considered your competition. Two, ask God for a specific step to increase your heart connections with others and do it. Ask God for a specific step to increase your heart connection with others and do it. And three, do a study on covenant relationships. Do a study on covenant relationships. The marriage relationships is the foundation of all that. What is covenant relationships? Covenant relationships are much greater than a business contract. And then here's some declarations. Man, if you are able to, you can repeat these after me. I am successful irrespective of my title or position. Let's say that. I am successful irrespective of my title or position. Number two, I have healthy long-term relationships. Say it with me. I have healthy long-term relationships. Number three, I am more concerned about God's kingdom than my own kingdom. Say it with me. I'm more concerned about God's kingdom than my own kingdom. Number four, I walk in spiritual discernment and partner with what God is doing. Say it with me. I walk in spiritual discernment and partner with what God is doing. And that, those are some great declarations. Wow. So, just so excited to be able to share this with you today. And I really felt like somebody needed to hear it. All of us needed to hear it. But there's people who are listening right now. This is a now word to you. You know, as, as you surrender, even some things that are rightfully yours, even and as you surrender that and actually see a bigger thing of what God is doing and support what God is doing, you know, that makes you a big person. And when you're a big person, you attract big people to you and you attract big assignments. But if we're jealous... If it's all about us, if we're insecure, if we don't want to bless others, then it really reveals we're a small person on the inside and we're just going to attract small people to us and we're going to attract small assignments. And I know that's not, that's not who you are. Let's just go over those um, giving God something to work with again and then I'll pray over you. Generously support someone who could be considered your competition. Number two, ask God for a specific step to increase your heart connection with others and do it. And number three, do a study on covenant relationships. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. If this has blessed you, tell somebody about our podcast. Tell us, we're, we're here to ignite your hope. We want to ignite other people's hope. Hey, if you're a pastor or church leader senior leader, or you want to receive my pastor email, I send one out about once a month. Why don't you go to 
uh, ignitinghope.com and click contact us and say, put me on your pastor email list. Also, we've just released our book, Culture of Empowerment, and an audio book that's available on audible.com. And again, the book, Higher Perspectives, I highly recommend that as a devotional. Hey, we're here to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances, only hopeless people. Once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Hope is an unstoppable force. If something's going to change, somebody is going to walk in hope. Someone's going to believe the future will be better than the present. And they have the power to help make it so. I believe after love, hope is the most powerful leadership, influential quality there is. That our hope level determines our influence level. And he was the most hope as the most influence. And remember too, the joy of the Lord is your strength. I don't need joy at the end of the battle. I need joy in the middle of the battle. Pretty much for everybody listening today, today's just not a good day to walk in radical joy. (laughs) You know, we're either too tired. You know, we're battling things. You know, even as I'm recording this, I'm battling a head cold and battling it for four or five days. And it's, it's kind of, it's made things challenging for me. It's not convenient to walk in joy today. <laughs> no, I need joy. I need it now. I, I, it's my strength. I stir it up. I stir it up. No matter what the news on the television is, no matter the personal weaknesses you're battling, no matter the relational things, no matter the... Uh, the things you're believing for, the financial challenges. Hey, there's never, again, I'll say it, there's never a convenient season to walk in joy. So let's stir it up right now. It's our strength. A merry heart is good like medicine. Thank you so much. God bless you. Looking forward to having you with us again on another podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.